But wait, there's more. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna leave that in. I'm gonna leave that in. Yep, that'll stay. Hey, hello and welcome. Hi <laughs> to a late episode of RSF Radio. I'm your host, Joe Monday. And this is the podcast where we talk about what's been going on in the world of Street Fighter and the FGC at large. Uh, but today, I have a very special guest with me on mic. You've definitely heard him before if you've been around RSF enough. Snow Grammy, how you doing, dude? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, Joe. How are you? I am. I'm good. I'm feeling good. Uh, pretty well rested. Like not being off work has, or, or like being off work has allowed me to kind of just chill. I haven't chilled in a very long time and it's been, we are fortunate enough to where like we are fine and Leah has been working a lot. So that's, that's kind of our life right now. But, uh, went to, had a very good dinner tonight. Uh, one of the very few nights that we went out cause you remember that time that you came to Pittsburgh and we went to yeah. that food truck, uh, that Blue Sparrow food truck. Uh, it's run yeah, by a friend, friend of mine. Yeah, your friends over there. Yeah. Yeah, so like the food truck business is actually doing really well because like you're not, you like you have the outside to work with. There's a truck barrier yeah. between him and the people who he is serving. So like it's all online. There's, he's he's not using any, no money is changing hands. So it's not like he's catching the dollar flu or anything like that. Yeah, and there's, like, no seating that you have to worry about. It's just... Exactly. So, like, he just cleans the stuff in his truck, he serves people, and then he goes to his next location. And it he's, like, he's been doing really well, which is awesome for him. Uh, and his food's just so fucking good. Dude, that food is ridiculous. It's, it's real good. It's only gotten better. He makes a Cuban sandwich now, which is, like... That sounds oh, it's, good. It's so choice, dude. It's so good. Uh, but... That's what I had for dinner. Uh, Leah had the banh mi. It's delicious. She had the banh mi and then like another like noodle bowl. He's been doing like these bowls. Uh, it's a he's <laughs> got a bibimbap and then another thing which name I can't remember. What's got like noodles in it? But I can't remember the name of it because I like I know I know some like Korean dishes and some Japanese dishes, but I don't want to say any of them because I don't want to be wrong or pronounce them wrong. So Starts I'm just going to chill. But regardless, it's not no, ramen. That, I definitely can't use that. The ramen comes in burger form. But anyway, that's another story for another time. Uh, and as you can tell, we're kind of stretching for content here because there's not really a whole lot of... I mean, there is and there isn't, right? There's a lot of FGC stuff going on, but not a lot of official stuff, which is kind of nice in its own way. Uh, but also, 
I don't know. It's just not like big. There's not big news. There's not like everyone's not on the same page, which I kind of yeah, like a little bit. I mean, it's been what? How many years has it been? Like five or six years that it's just been like constant CPT events and yeah. tours and everything. And now and just beyond Street Fighter, like it's just quiet. Yeah. It's, you see more people streaming. Uh, more people on Twitter, which is a blessing and a curse, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's that's all... more of a curse, honestly. <laughs> like, let's not kid I ourselves. Like the, <laughs> I feel like the blowups are uh, a lot more frequent. Yeah, dude, they really are. It's like, man, I, I don't know. That's like that. Jo- I, I don't know if I told this last week, but it's like whenever you see a lot of the FGC old heads being like that draw, like that stuff, that's only on Twitter. That's not FGC. That's only online. And now that we are forced to all be online, it's like, well, <laughs> that's everybody. Actually, well, yeah, it's only this, worse. This is what now. it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's only worse now. So mm, I don't know about that one chief. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's been good. It's been a good week. It was an ultra Chen earlier this week, which, people should go listen to i guess i'll share that in the show notes uh i didn't plan to do that but uh i had fun i thought that was a good time mostly talking yeah. about like running online torrents it had, you were you were in the chat right i was in the chat i was there uh i was there if people wanted to ask additional questions mm-hmm. uh, and that kind of stuff uh, because as as you know and as i'm sure uh, plenty of people here know, pretty much done everything that you can do as far as the Monday night tournaments. Right. I've TO'd round robin. I've streamed round robin. I've TO'd double elimination. I've streamed double elimination. I commentate commentate double elimination. You've commentated I've, solo. You've done you've done it all. I've I've pretty much done it all. And I've even done, you know, the RSF radio twice now. Oh, only yeah. person to to guest host <laughs> and the only person to guest host twice uh, mostly because i just constantly ask you if, every time you have an off week of like can i just do this yeah back and, when i had to go to work it was always <laughs> so it's like a little hit or miss of like should i yeah it's been rough nogaremi take over i can't i just yeah, can't with you're, this. you're finally tapping out it's good man Sometimes i've been telling you that you need to share the, share the load a little bit uh, yeah, sometimes for, I think like, like a break. year and a half. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Uh, and sharing load in terms of running online tournaments, I think, has been really helpful. Uh, I mean, now that I don't know, now that everyone in, in their their mom is running an online tournament, it is. I don't know. It's easy to find people to help out, uh, and you have a lot more entrance now. We just had the highest number of entrants a couple weeks ago, back on 420. Blaze it! Um, I did it. <laughs> thanks to thanks to you, of course. That was uh, my goal, Joe. You don't know this. That was my goal for like two or three years at this point. <laughs> Pump it up to the to the max. Pump it. Up. I wanted. I wanted <laughs> it for so long to to beat the record that you set like way back. I think in season one with 114 entrants and now it's at 116 it's not like mm-hmm. we broke it by a mile but we broke it damn it I, that was another thing that i was thinking about of like it, for all of the years that we've been doing it like it's it's maintained entrance over all of the years that we've run it so like it's like we haven't really seen a big drop we haven't really seen like a huge push either which is weird like i don't know this is one of those things yeah. where like 
I feel like there's always the like one like there's always a week that dips or a week that spikes really high, but then you always like level back out to like that seventy to eighty range, mm-hmm. uh, which is definitely not bad in in any means for you know the consistency that we have, the amount of weeks that we show up, and for not even a prize pool, just having organically built a community that is at least 60 or 70 sorry 70 to 80 people rotatingly like we've seen people come and go constantly and that's always i mean as much as i've heard you say like we just never keep anybody around it's just like dude the fact that we don't keep people around is normal like people yeah rotate out constantly the fact that we can maintain the numbers for the especially for with the amount of stuff going on in people's lives for a free to enter pride only tournament on a monday night on a monday night so everybody already hates their life because it's monday <laughs> uh it's actually kind of kind of ridiculous that we get to do something like that yeah and it's you like over all of the year it's just been really fun and of course it's always been fun to have you around on mic and watch you grow as a person within the community and the things that you do because you have a lot going on right now uh you've kind of dipped your hat in dipped your pen in the inkwell of a whole lot of other uh tournaments and a lot of scenes communities uh so maybe you want to like tell us what you've been branching out into these days yeah so for those of you who haven't heard or don't keep up with my life which is entirely normal uh i've moved out from from my resident east coast uh college town uh where i was finishing up my degree uh all the way out to the west coast Uh, i'm not gonna say the best coast yet i've only been here uh four months and two of them have been in lockdown so (laughs) you move out to a place with great weather and then immediately have to stay inside ah but yeah (laughs) It's no different to me than being up north on in like western New York, and I'm just snowed in for a couple of months. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So I'm I'm entirely used to it. But I came out here, and I I told Joe when I came out here, like, listen, I'm not going to be able to make, you know, the East Coast tournament, especially because like I worked at least before the quarantine, I worked seven to four, mm-hmm. and I had an hour commute. So I wouldn't get home until five Pacific, which is tournament start time. Right. And that leaves no time for food or to decompress or anything of that nature. And so I made, I made the decision, like, I just kind of want to get used to this, you know, new flow and we'll see if I commentate West coast with Kamikaze or if I decide to just, you know, stop and move forward in my life in a different direction. Um, so going from there, um, the first couple of months were rough. I didn't get to go to Wednesday night fight Oakland that much um, just due to uh, money concern. I pretty much spent all of my savings moving out here and then uh, still had additional help from my parents. And I spent the first two months of the year just about just spending, not spending, but repaying my parents with every single check that I got. It's just like paying a little bit back, paying a little bit back until um, I felt comfortable, you know, building up enough savings here and stuff like that to start spending money. 
started going to Wednesday Night Fight Oakland. And, you know, it was just maybe my second time there. They're like, yo, does anybody want to do commentary? I'm like, of course, I'm in there. I'm like, yeah, I'll go. And I think I took LPN off a of commentary. He had to go play a match. And I sat down with Crack Fiend, which was uh, a beautiful experience to meet and interact with him. He's a fantastic dude, mm-hmm. exceptionally energetic, and um, not always the most technical, but definitely um, it's what I really appreciate about his commentary. See. He really loves the like the psychological aspect of the game and, and that kind of stuff. I mean, he's been playing fighting games, I think, for ten to fifteen years at this point. Maybe yeah, he's been 20, around for a while. Yeah, he's definitely kind of he's getting up there. It's not quite James Shin, but <laughs> no, um, he's a good dude though. But like bringing that energy, you don't necessarily need to have that technical know-how if you know what a player is trying to do. Yeah, it's, or it's like, like what the Seth Killian, Seth Killian yeah. effect. Yeah. Um, Seth Killian, one of the best psychological commentators. Uh, I l- love hearing him talk. It's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, speaking of guys who've been around for such a long time that have like that created, like helped create some of the best games that, that exist, to be quite honest. Um, yeah, Street Fighter Cross second. Hey, man. <laughs> the, the game's okay. It's, it's, it's actually a really fun game if you haven't played it. I recommend it. I believe the Street Fighter Cross Second community has been running online tournaments in the, yeah, in the past true. couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, they've uh, uh, spun those back up, and I think that they're, I don't know, more power to them. Uh, that game ended up in a pretty good spot, and like even the netcode's okay as well. Uh, but anyway... Not yeah. not uh, the game I was talking about, but <laughs> definitely yeah, I, a I game that he had some had a hand in. <laughs> I wanted to subvert your expectation there because it was going to be really fun. Um, that was more of an that, Uno game, to be clear. But <laughs> yeah, beyond uh, after uh, the Oakland commentary, moving into the quarantine kind of section, um, mm-hmm. I was really blessed that my company allowed us to work from home a yeah. week before the quarantine orders actually came out which was amazing that's fantastic i really love that my company keeps their ear ear to the ground and is on top of it when it comes to this kind of stuff yeah that's smart Um, and so when the next week rolled around and everybody was kind of in a, a panic to get events up and running i was like i've already been here for a week so i'm i'm already comfortable in my environment everything's set up my kind of flow of work all set up and so naturally a lot of people came to me at the beginning, um, both um, from r slash SF and from uh, Wednesday Night Fight being like, hey, can you commentate this stuff? You know, we, like we need somebody. And so I want to say it was one week where oh, it was the first week of quarantine. So I didn't commentate that Monday, but I was in chat. And doing a lot of TO stuff with Axio to make sure yeah. because you guys had almost like a hundred entrants that week, uh, which was the largest in a while that we had had. So I was there uh, maintaining that. Oh, I forgot yeah. that mouse to keep my monitor from going to sleep. Um, <laughs> no, you're still with it. Don't worry. <laughs> I know you can still hear me. I just can't hear you, which is also oh, an issue. Yeah, that would not be um, good. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so the Monday I did that, so that like ate up my time like right after work. 
Tuesday I did my own stream. Wednesday I did. Uh, Tell people what Oakland you've been doing. What you at least what you had been doing on your own stream because it was pretty interesting. I was just reading a book and everything that came with that. So I had like a, a normal narrating voice, and then I had like voices for every character. There was like ten characters in that in that book. Uh, it was Enchantment by Orson Scott Card. Um, something that it didn't hit me until later that they mentioned Rochester in that book. And then I went to Rochester <laughs> Institute of Technology. Uh, I don't know which came first at this point because it's been like six years. But you set up a lot of the the stuff for their their tournament presence, let's say. Oh, at yeah. For RITFGC, I did a, yeah. a whole lot of stuff out there. But yeah. I just meant going to Rochester in the first place. It's interesting that it was mentioned in the book, and I, mm. I didn't even connect it when I applied to the college. Uh, Had you read that book prior? I have read the book, I think, three times prior to my reading on stream. So I kind of had an idea of all the voices that I wanted to do because that's like I already had the internal monologue of mm-hmm. dictating these people and what they kind of sound like. Uh, but even that, I found a little bit of challenging, like figuring out exactly how I want a voice to sound because I don't want it to sound racist or, or like sexist in any sort of way. Like I want it to feel kind of natural, but one of like, it's a story like based on a Russian family that immigrated to the U S. So there's just sometimes where like I would drop down and do like a Russian, like an accented English from, from Russia. Um, right. But you don't want to go like, Groucho Marx. You don't want to go I didn't all want to that go way. Like, I didn't want to go like full <laughs> motherland. No. So. Yeah. That. I mean, that makes sense. And. Uh, but it, it was might a ton have of been fun more difficult to listen to. Let's say. Yeah, more or less. But I, I, more than that, I wanted each character voice because it's a, a very talk-heavy book, and so yeah. I needed to have the distinct voices for when they were talking back and forth, um, because often in books there's no like he said he said she said he said he said he said it's like you just there's different voices going back and forth and right internally you're supposed to know that but it it's hard to read sometimes um i also don't listen to audiobooks that often so it was kind of like a new experience for me to pretty much just record an audiobook yeah no that's Um, i don't know that's like a cool side project that i think is cool that you've started uh well of all of the things that people have been getting into during this during the dark times it was very unique, but I will say it's probably one of the worst formats to have a stream of because you can't interact <laughs> with your chat pretty much at all because you're reading a book and yeah, it's just a really long you're... aside. <laughs> well, like I can read the chat, but like it's hard to reply to it because I'm in the middle of chatting right? or of not of already talking and processing things. And it's already hard enough to read out loud, like read words on a page, read out loud and still flow um i can't tell you the amount of times where i would start off reading the sentence and kind of know what they wanted to say and just like switch like the syntax of the sentence all around and then like i would like start moving on to the next line and be like i said that wrong but it still meant the same thing (laughs) of course it did reading out loud is hard to do i don't like doing it i don't like reading from text out loud even when like in when I would have like when I have to give speeches, like I don't I don't like reading from text. It is I don't like it. That's just never how my brain works. 
or even yeah, like when I, mean, I when I would play piano, I didn't like reading music because I would get too focused on the reading of the music. So I would just memorize everything that I played and I would just play it <laughs> to the point where my music teacher was always like, could you point to me in the sheet where you are right now? And I'd be like, nope, nope. <laughs> no, I can, no, I cannot because <laughs> I have but not been I, looking at it. <laughs> am I playing it perfectly though? That's the thing. How, how would she know that I didn't know where I was? Ha ha. Gotcha, bitch. Uh, no, she was, yeah. she was a fantastic teacher and she was very, she was very kind, even though I'm pretty sure she hated me. But anyway, I mean, I find teachers are always like really kind, but back, back to the point. Um, I once person, asked her, how do you play jazz? Like teach me some jazz. And she's like, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what, I don't know what you mean by that. She, it was like that kind of like, person. It's like, it's like, what do you mean? Like, you don't just play classical music all day. It's like, what crazy. She's like, let me go read about that. Let me read about this. Yes. You speak of. Yes, soft J, soft J, uh, as they say. Anyway, I digress. Go but, ahead. But yeah, basically, the the rest of uh, week number two of quarantine for me was it was just talking. So my day job is basically being on phones with people, mm. and then I was spending my lunch break reading a book, and then I would get off of work and commentate, usually for two to three hours. At that point, it was. 15 hours of talking a day almost and i i kind of got a little burned out i felt like i never did anything else in my life yeah um, not besides ideal. besides talk yeah and so eventually i think around like a week or two after that I like i finished up the book i had already like said no to a couple of different commentary places or commentary gigs i think uh thomas winkley um one of the other commentators who was kind of filled in my role uh in my ass at excuse me absence uh and like he does uh utah uh, tournaments and commentary and so get good been a FGC couple times is, he asked the, me. is the outfit he runs out there yeah and I, i've i've just had to say say no sometimes because like i'm not feeling it i feel like it's one of the things where i got really used to like always saying yes because of rsf uh, Monday nights, I would always be there. Right. I was more consistent than Joseph Monday. Hey, now. <laughs> I was so consistent. Hey, now. I, I, I streamed it, right? <laughs> like, I'm not trying to call you out, but it's just what it is. Um, I mean, it in like the most endearing way possible, you needed to take a break, Joe. I don't blame you. Yeah, that's true. Of, yeah, because... There were some. There were some dark times. Even Nine, even twenty nineteen was the hardest year for you. That was a bad year. Damn. Don't and remind me. Not that I'm thinking I, back to twenty nineteen. I tried. I tried not to. I tried not to. <laughs> and if there's one thing you want to take away from twenty nineteen, remember that that big thank you server that yeah. me and Quasi set up. And oh, that's, thank you. That's what we want to give to you uh, oh. out of twenty nineteen. Oh, please. Uh, but anyway, so we've all kind of transitioned to online tournaments and, and doing fun stuff like that. Uh, has there been any, have you noticed uh, any follies that other organizations take whenever they are running online tournaments? Streaming losers bracket matches. Oof. Oof. It irks me to death. It slows everything down. 
Yeah, man. Like, Especially because, like, in, in Smash GG, you can, like, pit a match for on station. And there's times where we're playing, like, a winner's round three match. And somebody... And I mean, I all the power to the players for wanting their match to stream. They request their match. And it's, like, a loser's round two match. And it, it just takes forever to get everything running. Yep. I, it's one of those things where... I keep saying it, and I keep telling people this, that, like, the way that you have to think about running online tournaments is respecting the time of the players who are there. Uh, and that means everybody, not just one player who wants something done. So you have to prioritize the many over the few in those cases. So if someone wants to be streamed in, like, round, man, someone told me today... Or was it yesterday? I have no idea. Days run together. It's it's a fucking blur, I tell you, man. Uh, what they tell you? That the, they were in an online tournament where they the organizer streamed three matches from each round, not like stream one from each round. So like round one, they would stream a couple of matches. Round two, they would stream a couple of matches before they even got to top eight, which like, if you think about how that would hold up a tournament in, as far as like the losers bracket goes, that's fucking wild. That's so much time. Like you're asking people to just sit at home alone by themselves, not doing anything for the, an unnecessary well, amount of hours. Let's be clear. They're they're not just going to do nothing. They're going to go and play like ranked matches or find something yeah. else to do with their time. And then when it comes time for them to actually play their matches, they're already <laughs> doing something else and you got to draw them all the way back and it just makes everything take longer. And, and it takes I them miss, out of I the mindset you know. of being in a tournament. It takes the tournament out of step. It's just a, it's a mistake to prioritize like, your show over the the time of the players like that i it's going to be hard for me to say this one without being very direct um that i do have another peeve <laughs> that's been irking me greatly and when i'm like your main commentator and you basically just put me on the sideline so that you can have players commentate their own matches like as they're playing it's a really mm. fun like interactive kind of thing to do and it leads to some really great quotes and sound bites right it feels very insulting to me when my only job is to commentate i see and try to provide like a really nice and analytical kind of style and I, that's more of like a personal thing. Like there's there's a balance to it. I get it, but yeah. it to be completely silent, be like, no, don't talk this match. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna get up and pace my apartment. I'm Come gonna back do a, I'm gonna do a walkabout. No, I get it. Like, why can't you also be there? Is like, <laughs> I don't know, and just add to the that because that's one thing that online tournaments are miss out on that. I actually think that, and I haven't experimented with this enough, but I actually like team tournaments online much better than I do uh, just double elimination, like one-on-one -on -one tournaments, because 
a lot of those teams hop into chats and they talk with each other. They talk about the matchup. They're giving each other advice. And there's that specific element between those players, at least, of this is a like a group event, which yeah. you don't often get in a in a big like one v one tournament unless you're actually like watching the stream or engaging with the chat, which is asking like even more of the players if they even enter. But a team tournament can have that part. Ideally, what, we tr- what we've tried to do in the past is force people to join voice channels on Team A and Team B so that through, like, on the production side of things, we could just flip to that channel at any time. So, like, something exciting happens, someone wins, we flip to that channel and see everyone being like, yeah, fuck yeah, like... Yeah, I think you that's bop- really cool. <laughs> yeah, you bopped him. Or, like, you suck. You got away with murder there. You <laughs> just, like, you know, bullshit like that. Which, that to me, would be ideal. Now, getting everyone that has entered the tournament on board with that idea is difficult to do when they just want to hang out with their friends and, and play their game, which, again, goes back to the whole, like, let people, let people do what they want to do. But, yeah, but I feel like. You know, RSF Monday night team tournaments have, I mean, the entire thing that we've kind of done with uh, the Monday night tournaments is like we have this long lore at this point uh, that gets really confusing, Um, especially when it's like DR Magnegro. That's such a callback (laughs) that most people that watch the stream don't even know at this point. Yeah, because so the, the DR me, is not in the name anymore, right? It's it's well, out of also, the name. It's so funny to me because I get to see the look on your face every single time. And you're like, <laughs> God damn it, he did it again. Uh, um, yeah. Or like uh, chicken sauce. That's great. Also, I noticed that there's a gap where I would have said chicken sauce and the archives on YouTube aren't there anymore, Joe. <laughs> Uh, so that's where, because where of, I, there was a time where I wasn't uploading the entire uncut version. Uh, and I can't I think, even find matches. There's like mm, a three month period where there's nothing. Ooh, that shouldn't be true. That shouldn't be the case as far as I'm concerned, but okay. I'll go back and check the tapes. Uh, I can't. I can't find chicken sauce anywhere. I. I wanted to clip it to put in my highlight reel. I think that clip exists at least, and I'll I'll find that that clip might be hard to find, but we'll we'll find it. You after really tried. This. You really tried to kill chicken sauce at a certain point. Oh uh, well, only because here's the other thing: is what you said is because there's that lore. When new viewers come into the show and they hear chicken sauce, or. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> or my mom told me to Victoria's Secret? <laughs> or Victoria's Secret or uh, like Mr. Knife, for example. People don't know, know, know Mr. Knife. They don't know the chicken sauce lore. They don't know all of or that. Or your long list. Or the long, you got to have a long list. It's a whole, it's a whole it's thing. Almost, it's almost like a third leg, Joe. I know. But joking about all that stuff, while fun, I always feel like I have to like limit people on how much like old stuff we can go to now because I'm interested. What I'm interested in is the new shit. Get me some new hot shit. 
None of this you old wine. I don't want your like, old wine. Give me your brand freshest, newest bottle of wine. That's what I want. You mean like Rushdown returning to be like a, a villain again? Yeah. See, that's fun. And then actually, like, in my opinion, him and his match against Robert Television, uh, and specifically Robert Downing Downing Television, uh, is good for me, at least, because now we can build that, we can build that again, like, and have him as a character. Like, people don't remember, might not remember that he has the money in the bank still. So that's, there's part of that lore. Remind people. Well, Maybe. Who who can say what my job as the commissioner is? Uh, or even like that lore of me calling myself the commissioner of the tournament, which like people coming in out of brand new would be like, what the fuck is he talking about? This is nonsense. Uh, but regardless, like for people who are trying to run their own online tournaments, little stuff like that can be a way to at least like harbor your own community. Like the people who are in the know are in the know, and it's fun to joke about that stuff uh, and see people in the chat kind of remember things. And whenever there's a perfect post Goldblum in the chat, because that's just how, that's just what you do now. Or well, you know. post a Goldblum in a chat is it's very defined, right? There's a perfect. You you talk about the perfect, and you say post the Goldblums in the chat, and you know the the chat does it, which is. A way to incorporate stream chat into the fact that this is an, an online tournament and it's being streamed. And it, I think it's actually a wonderful way to kind of combine that, you know, all together. Yeah, I mean, because that's the other part about in-person tournaments versus online tournaments that people miss out on is that when something happens live, there's usually people around you being like, oh, damn, and the chat might pop off. It's it's one of those things that you have to connect the chat to the players so that everybody's energy feeds off of each other in a, in a positive way that builds community, and I think that's one of those. That is one of those things that does help, I think. Uh, that yeah, absolutely. Other people can can kind of take that for what you will. Use it how you want to. I don't care. Because uh, that's yeah. kind of my other thing about this is like because we've been running online tournaments for as long as we have been, like, and I know that a lot of people are trying to run online tournaments. I just want that information out there so that people can run a good event that is like fun and worthwhile. Uh, because so many people have tried and failed over the years, and like watching people scramble to throw stuff together and still stumble over it to me is like, well, at least the info's out there now, so. Get fucked, I guess. Yeah, you've done your part, um, and you you definitely used your reach as, you know, with the RSF Twitter, uh, Reddit SF Twitter account, um, to promote that kind of stuff and being on shows like the Ultra Chin Show, uh, really helped spread the reach of that kind of stuff. So, I definitely read through it, and it's more than applicable to just online events. It's like. 80% 80% of the way to running real events, maybe yeah. even more than that. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty much all there. Um, even the stuff where it's like the stuff for like streaming in general, if you're streaming just a local event, you can do the same things like clipping the stuff and, you know, yeah. downloading the clips to make them MP4s and then uploading them to Twitter so that people can just click on them and watch them. Yeah. It's wild to me that in 
the year of our Lord 2020, people don't do that still. Like, and I'm like, no, you don't get it. Like that's a click away from the app that they're currently using, which they have to load in a different app to even watch the thing. So there's it, no one. It loads up just their web browser, which then tells them to load up their Twitch app. And yeah. too you much. don't want that. It's too much. It's, it's too, it's too big of an ask whenever you can just download the thing yourself and then you're good to go. Like put it there yeah. and then, people will like it more and people will be able to see more of it, which is what you want um, because it highlights the players. It highlights the event. It, it all, it all helps you, but like to still see people not do that is like, nah, nah. That brings up another one of my gripes. People never credit commentators in any of those clips. Commentators are 90% of reason that those clips are worth something. Granted, uh, the player no. did something sick, but that is such a that is a that is an egregious percentage <laughs> applied to the All commentator. Right. My guy. <laughs> All right, it might be a little egregious, but ninety. There's, there's my man said ninety. <laughs> All right, thanks for calling me out. Uh, haven't missed that from the East Coast, uh, <laughs> um, but it's definitely like a good portion or like a good percentage of the of the clips. Might even be like fifty fifty. We'll we'll make it even. Where the commentary can really carry some clips, and you're not wrong about that. Where that is true, and times where commentary is like and nobody the, tags the commentators. They're yeah, like, "Man, look at these true. sick players." It's just like, but man, these commentators actually did everything here, and we've seen that, like a little bit of it. There was. <laughs> it's, I keep going so, back and forth. I know. So heavy, I can't. I can't take that with a straight face. <laughs> even even being a commentator myself, I'm like, nah, fam. <laughs> and I think uh, what really comes to mind is when I think it was Super Dynamite and Saint Cola were commentating a, a Fairy versus Lediva match mm-hmm. uh, in Grand Blue, and the Lediva player was timing out the Fairy player. For those of you who don't know, Fairy is like a long range whip character in Grand Blue, and Lediva mm-hmm. is a grappler. Um, so obviously there's like that range dynamic where it's like really hard for Lediva to kind of do stuff and just playing that runaway game was super difficult mm-hmm. and they made that so hype and hearing that, that clip of it, I mean, as much as it was ab- about that player doing super well, their commentary on that is what made that so exciting because you've seen people get lamed out before and it's super boring. And it's just like, man, this guy's sitting here running away and uh, there's nothing the other guy can do. Yeah, or you've seen commentators downplay that of, I don't know, like it's just, I oh, can't do shit. Ah, oh, man, this is, this sucks. Like, ha- like have it feel bad that someone is getting zoned out. Yeah, but it felt really organic. It didn't feel like fake hype. It was, I guess it could feel like fake hype if you're not used to like the deeper mind games, but like it was super interesting to me and they made it super exciting for me to watch. And I was overall excited by that kind of stuff. And that's kind of where highlighting, I think the commentators is really important Um, in cases like that where, yeah, what the player did was extremely patient and really good fundamental play. But nobody cares about that when you're just (laughs) staring at the screen and two people are crouching away from each other and nobody's like pushing buttons or like everything's getting blocked and like it's not in like a fun way either it's just like medium whip getting blocked over and over again and it's just like okay cool 
and but they they made it super good. I, I can't. I'm not going to agree with you on this on your on your very firm stance here about the the amount of. Uh, I quality that well, let me finish the of quality that commentators bring to uh, a clip like that. However, I will start doing that now, <laughs> as because think, it does because it, it for two reasons. Of one, it does give credit to people who are around and being on the mic more than just the them being tagged in the overlay uh, occasionally, uh, but. It would also give them the opportunity to share the clip of themselves doing commentary and knowing that that exists for like future use and shit like that. So yeah, that I think is a is a more Honestly, practical reason as why to share commentator clips versus commentators bringing ninety percent of the value. My guy, <laughs> listen, everybody makes mistakes in life. Though. You shot your but, shot. Oh, I'm not gonna. I mean, hey, I'm not I mean, gonna hate you for it. I but I I will say. <laughs> The way I, the way I said it was not appropriate. The way you said it is what I was meaning. I where after after I spent a year on commentary, it got really frustrating to look at all the clips that gets posted on the Reddit SF Twitter account and to have none of the commentary attached to my name. Uh, to really not be able to go back and look at how much people enjoyed certain parts of my commentary, like even comments on my commentary, because I'm not tagged in it. I don't see any of the comments on it. Um, it, it just kind of feels bad in that kind of sense. No, I got you. I got you. Something I will reconsider in the future, but that I is, think it's, that's a good point. As, as much as you give exposure to players, commentators enjoy exposure, <laughs> especially when I commentate your tournament every single week for an entire year. Okay. Point taken. Point taken. And and every clip isn't of like the lobby screen, so you don't get to see my name. That is true. That is that is true. Not something that I would think about. Why didn't you bring this up earlier, man? Like we could have we could have worked something out. Could have. You know I'm open to. You know I'm open to gripes. You know I'm open yeah. to gripes anytime. It never came up, Joe. Every time I thought about it, it was like the middle of a day. I'm going to class. I got stuff going on. You're at work. <laughs> Making it sound like I'm not available. That's not I'm, true. I'm a, it's not that you're not available. I'm not available. I'm a busy man. <laughs> oh, you're a business man. Uh, no, that's that's a good point that I think that I will do and I would recommend other people do when they run their tournaments because of, I mean, it just, it's more, it puts more eyeballs on things and gives more credit to more people. And I'm all for that. Uh, and that said, gonna do that going ahead in the future which is a good idea uh but still wild that people aren't doing all of that stuff in in 2020 of of downloading the clips and posting them uh something that's more egregious than than anything i was talking about uh, something that i've wanted to do also is in terms of write-up is like the practicality of streaming an event and like where you should focus streaming. Cause I think that that was, that might've been lost in that write up of like what you want to focus on when you like are oh, behind you mean, like, the wheel. Picking matches. Uh, maybe just yeah, picking I mean, matches. Just, just, just expand on what you mean. Yeah. Uh, maybe picking matches because a lot of people and stations are useful. Yes. Uh, 
but are but they're useful in an online tournament to like a degree if that makes sense uh because challenge actually has stations now too which smash gg has where you can set up like x player on the stream stations so that they see it the i i see it the person who'd be running the tournament would see it or whatever uh the players would see it so that they would know to oh this match is going to be on stream next so all works out that way that has its uses but really it only has its uses like early on in the tournament and you can't really set all that stuff up beforehand even though i feel like a lot of people's first like their first like natural reaction that would be like oh well why don't i just set up the whole tournament beforehand we'll stream xyz matches all the way to top eight and then good to go you could do that but you are going to the time yeah, schedule flexibility. <laughs> yeah. You need to have that flexibility, like locking yourself into that would be like, okay, you stream one match. Let's say, what if it goes own two and it's fast and the next match that you were planned to stream is on the other side of the bracket. And it's like, none of them have finished yet. Or maybe one person finishes and the other one doesn't. So now you're just waiting around and having to stretch for time versus there was already like two or three other matches are available to be sent to the stream where you could have something to show and something to do during that time instead of just trying to fill for dead air to stream the match that you in your head wanted to see. Like, I get it. Like, there are matches yeah. that I would want to see earlier on in the bracket that sometimes just for, and it's not because I don't think they're worthy of seeing. And it's not because I want the stream to go well because holding matches up to be streamed holds up all of the matches later on. Like specifically when you talk about how that affects losers bracket, because anything that you do in to hold up the winner's bracket has a, a double negative Im- impact on the time of the loser side of the bracket, which I don't know why like people don't understand that. Uh, but regardless, almost like it, there's twice as many rounds in <laughs> losers than there are in winners. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That you need to really burn through because like one match being held up in, in winner side round two, fucks up the round one oh. of the loser's side which is like they've got yeah. double the way to go so you can't you can't start withholding matches you can't be holding people up you just have to you just have to go and be fluid specifically early on in the tournament which is why the early part of the show is always like I never know what the fuck's gonna happen. Like, the, yeah, the early part is like, are we gonna see a blowout, or is this match gonna take like extra long? And like, are we gonna have to like almost start like hold one match for round two? Well, we can't even do that. But like, just like you see, like ninety percent of round two being done, but you're still on a round one match, and it's just like you gotta at some point just ride ride it through because you either have the delay here, you have the delay later, and usually up front is just better. Yeah yeah it's just, that it'll is, just be yeah. less time that's the other because thing the, the slight delay up front ends up being like better in the long run absolutely Too but sometimes it. that means like if your round one match goes really fast and your round two match goes really fast and there's still like a round two match that hasn't started you can sometimes pick that up but you have to be careful with it 
yeah and that that just comes with more experience of knowing like how this is going to work out yeah that's true because like we've done that before and it really it's only that like special instance where like things have gone really fast and that has been like a really slow one or like we'll even go down to like some matches in like the loser side just to like but only like way later on in the tournament just oh, yeah. to losers we only pick hold. losers matches in top 12 and they're going to qualify for top eight yeah yeah that's the other thing because like because it's, usually we're already done with winter side and we just need something yeah like going ahead with winners top eight winner side before top eight loser side is decided yet you almost have to do that because of the time that winners is going to take so that losers will be determined by the time that you get there because if you're trying to stream every match in top eight then and there's just, you can't wait for it all to be determined and i mean that's kind of like the blessing in the curse of running all of top eight three out of five is you hit winners top eight super quick yeah but and then you look down in losers after like you hit top eight and you're like they're like not even close like they're like four <laughs> matches away yeah but we have two first to threes to stream before getting there and yeah. so it's a it can usually it's it's long enough where like we have at least one losers match ready and the other one's like right there and it, yeah. it all just kind of works out other times it's a blowout and we're vamping for like a long ass time it happens nothing's perfect it happens it's not super often that it happens but it does happen uh you don't what you don't want to do is then stream winners finals before you stream mm -hmm. those top eight rounds because of what you, you start icing the the grand finals player <laughs> like then they're just waiting around for what could like turn to out, out to be like an hour and a half before their next match so what the fuck are they doing like the winners finals player both of those players get iced super hard usually yeah but that's more that's more fair to the both of them than it is to if you would just do that to one player so you can't you can't do some crazy bullshit like that something something right. that i've seen other online tournaments try to do is like set a like we're gonna run all of this until like top eight and then we're gonna stream top eight at like a later time later on in the day and that to me is like weird. i don't I don't feel good about that because now you're asking someone to like come back like later on Interrupt their day later. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you have every single player like that begins a tournament plan to spend two parts of their day doing stuff. Nah, I'm yeah. not, I'm not a fan. It's a, it's I a, feel, I feel like you try to eat too much time there. It's a, but big that's, how, that's how normal tournaments work. Right. Is it's just like, okay, top eight will be in six hours. You know, or whatever. Well, not usually that long, but like two or three hours, you know, come back then. I see. I get it. I get it from that standpoint, because at a tournament, there's shit for someone to do. Like there's like that downtime that someone might want to like have people there to practice with or like just there eat are food. more there's you can eat food like you can go out with people there's like there are people surrounding you so you're not like home alone being like well i guess top eight's in uh, another four hours from now i guess i'll but, just uh, take a dump during that time see you on the toilet like i mean part of that is setting up 
a community that sticks around to play like you know long battle lounge sets afterwards or whatever the the initial tournament yeah um, yeah that that's like a whole other thing that like is often neglected in that sense like especially if you're gonna do something like hey come back later like i don't know like if you're going to run let's put it this way if you're going to try to run your online event like a in-person event then you should be dedicating the resources that you would for a in-person event or similar resources, maybe not the same kinds of resources, but like a similar effort. Yeah, I mean, stream people just playing battle lounge matches or maybe run like a round robin or a Swiss tournament in between or, yep. you know, something like you can still make use of that time rather than trying to get people to come back. And yeah, I feel like that's a, like that's a little event. bit, unex- uh, yeah, that's a little bit unexplored. Yeah. So I, I agree. I agree with that. that. We can, yeah, there's a lot of room for growth that we can we can see in terms of online event production and presentation uh, and communication. Uh, mm-hmm. All of those um, really, really could come together and you could have something that's amazing. But for the longer events, it's so hard to do on a on a weeknight, right? Yeah. Like your regular local, you're not going to you definitely for a regular local shouldn't be asking people to come back later in the day because that's going to be extremely late because you're already starting your tournament probably at seven or eight o'clock local time wherever right. you are that's going to take i mean depending on how many entrants i mean it's probably going to be at least two hours so then you're looking at 10 o'clock and you want people to go away for like an hour everybody's not going to come back people are tired people are going to bed yeah that's that would just that causes a whole huge issue i can see it for like a big event but again that again is unexplored of like what kind of resources are going to put into that, which is like kind of cool to think about like that. And also kind of a bummer because this whole time I'm thinking, what if people actually cared about online tournaments like over the last (laughs) four years, instead of never actually putting the time into them and everyone I've ever seen run in this time. Let me make that a little more simple though. What if people cared about online? Yeah. Period. Man. And like, I got into this if, on Ultra Chain. Actually, let me, like, let me change that even more. What if developers cared about online? <laughs> exactly. Like, it's a, it's a perfect storm, right? Because like, if the developers don't put the time in to make it worth your while, then why should people outside of the thing put the extra time to make it worthwhile? But at the same time, it's at least in my opinion, it's okay enough to be able to explore that to be a worthwhile experience of which people have told us that our tournaments are a worthwhile experience, which I have never heard about any other online tournament. There's uh, not, well, not, not true. Uh, most Ronin. other, on, really good. Re, yeah, like <clears throat> most other online tournaments prior to that, the only story that I hear is like, man, this is bullshit or like, why would this ever be allowed in an online tournament sense? And it's like, man, I trust me. Like I, I've seen every it. So, CPT ranking online event ever. Exactly. And like I have offered to help for those, or at least like provide assistance. And like every it time no I've done it, like they were always like, nah, that's okay. We have a, we have people doing that. And it's like, all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not many people know about this. I've been a part of the people who do that before. Yep. 
how, I've how run, was I've how run was... brackets for for level up live for CPT online events and and smash gg's terrible player experience every I single know. time i know that's smash gg is good it was, but it it's was, also bad it was even worse in 2016 yeah that's the other thing of like it i don't know man it now takes, i'm just getting... it takes way too <laughs> the time to load on <laughs> smash gg and, and this is something that even uh crack Fiend has taken a look at it's like an egregious amount of time. It's like it's in the 10 or 15 seconds. Yeah, it's in, it's, like it's in my write-up specifically as, as to why people should not use Smash GG to run their online tournament. Uh, it, it's like a, a huge issue of expecting when you click on a thing like everything you want to access is behind like two or three clicks and when every click takes about five seconds each, you're adding that much more time for a response whenever you're having like a chat with someone wherever they expect like a boom 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 so it's like let me present this idea to you it took me a minute to get there so then it takes the to another minute to get to where they were so now you're like two minutes apart in like a discord chat where people are also managing like it just gets lost so fast where you need that quick response time think about this classic example of what smash gg tries to do right but gets wrong, and I, I'll I'll lay this example out very very quickly. Okay. Uh, Smash GG has each player confirm each one each one of their games with the other player every time. You can't go on with submitting the score for the next game until the previous one has been submitted. And when you're doing a set that's two out of three, and it goes two to one, you have three sets to go through and report and then confirm. Mm-hmm. So much overhead for that. So yep. much overhead that it used to be a 15-minute timeout by default for Wednesday Night Fight Oakland. It got lowered to two minutes, but it's still a long time. And in Challenge, somebody reports the wrong score. Other players like ads an admin. Hey, this report, this score was reported wrong. Can we fix this? And if there's a dispute, the dispute process is usually just go and check the CFN logs and see what happens. So fast. Um, like super it's fast, super enough. easy to do. <laughs> yeah, and it it's just the the overhead to like get to that point of like it it tries to eliminate that need to like ask an admin like about like confirming a score or like refixing a score, but it's just so much of extra time and yep. waiting for the other player to confirm to then have it take forever to load on your phone to show that they confirmed. It's uh, yeah, the other, yeah, specifically the other player confirming because what does someone do when they lose? They walk off. <laughs> like, that's, that's more often what happens. They, they go and, you know, get something to eat. They go pee. They take a shower. Who knows? They're not at their desk anymore or wherever the, their couch, wherever they're playing from. Yeah, it's an interesting idea in theory, but in practice on a human level, it's. It, 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 it it's sucks. terrible. It's so slow. It's, te- it's terrible. It sucks. I hate it. <laughs> it's one of the ideas like you talk about it in a meeting. It's like, yeah, TOs will love that. They won't have to go through and check any of these matches. And it's just like, right. But now the matches take forever and the players hate it. The TOs are like, why are these matches taking so long? I want to run the next match. And yeah, I get it. Anyway, I get been, it. I feel like this past like week, you've just been talking about tournaments. And so yeah. I don't know if you have anything else you want to talk about. <laughs> I want to I give mean, you the opportunity. Nah, I said a lot of what I needed to say on on uh, 
Altrogen, Altrogen. which I would recommend people go and listen to if you want to hear more on that topic. Uh, Because, like, here's, like, the other thing is that if you want to run your tournament on Smash, like, fine. Go ahead. Like, you can... It will be fine. Because, I mean, let's face it, Challenge doesn't have a lot of the other things that Smash has that would make it like viable for like a big tournament. Like if you're not rolling to run like a big event, you kind of have to use Smash. Uh, and you can't yeah. really use Challenge. Or like if you want to have your prize pool like right there on on the bracket service, you can't really do that on Challenge. I mean, you can, but it's like yeah. this extra shitty step that I wouldn't expect any human to do. Not yet at least, although they are working on PayPal integration, so like they're getting there. Uh, it's just not yeah it's they're getting there which like after all of these years like they fucking fucking it's one of the things where like challenge was complacent for a while like okay we're the bracket thing that the fgc uses and then smash gg kind of sprung up and it was like challenge was a little bit late on the ball you know getting getting things together and applying getting all this stuff together yeah i don't know their entire situation but yeah but they're getting there and they're doing i think a really good job of Focusing on their audience and knowing what yeah. they want, mm-hmm. um, which I feel is something that goes wildly wrong uh, in this day and age where everybody tries to appease everybody and you can't do that. You have to set your audience and you have to aim for that audience and you have to nail it. Yep. You and when to. that becomes very, very good, more people are like, oh, that's actually a really good product. And like, this is the use for it. I can use it for this. It's right. Like you don't have to redesign a hammer. You just use the hammer. It's like it's yeah, just a it, tool. Smash GG is like the definition of building a better mousetrap where they've built this incredibly elaborate mousetrap where it's like all we actually But you have is to that. reset it every <laughs> every time that you, the mousetrap goes off, you have to reset it and it takes forever. Yeah, we just need a mousetrap. We just need a bracket. Sometimes it's all you need, which is why I prefer challenge, which is why uh I need to do a write-up on like how to actually run an event once it begins because like I don't know to me and again this is one of those things where like I've done it for so long that it would it might be hard for me to like to put turn, it in words because yeah. a lot of it becomes it's like second nature, innate like, knowledge yeah, like, yeah. It, it, it just it's like okay this is what happens this, this match is running behind we need to go do this thing and it it's a shortcut process. Like this is happening. Do this thing. Right. It's the same thing in fighting games of like shortening that mental stack. It's just like yeah. you do this thing. It's like okay, my opponent jumped. I need to hold on. What anti do I do? They jumped at this range. I need to do crouch fierce. And like exactly. that's so much longer than like oh they jumped at this range crouch fierce. Yeah, it's the it's the <laughs> lowering the mental stack of <laughs> running a stacked tournament. I mean, uh, it, it's the same. It's literally the same concept. It's yeah, just I mean, it's the same a, brain power. It's the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, I'll, I'll work on that in the next week or so, just when I have, uh, and have thought Joe, about it need, long enough. If you need help on it, you know, somebody to proofread. I don't I'm always any of my shit. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> Not since the old days. Keep it dirty. Uh, all right, folks. I think that will just about do it for your show. Uh, unless there's anything else, uh, no Grammy that you want to cover before we turn the lights out. Uh, I did kind of want to talk about mental health and quarantine. Um, okay, but that's fine. That, that's could, that's I, a good option. 
we're gonna run for like another 30 minutes i don't know if you want that uh, let's hit it let's hit it real quick all right so tell me what you got yeah as somebody who has a been in working in quarantine for two months now a full eight weeks i believe after friday so tomorrow it'll be eight weeks in total mm-hmm. And the things, I mean, I started off pretty much in the, in the, in the same boat as where I am now, but really setting up your spaces for your, I'm sorry, I keep burping. I keep drinking beer and there's just a lot, um, setting up podcast mistake. You got to drink something still like a whiskey. You gotta, it's still not bubbly. I I can't do it anyway. Uh, <laughs> setting up your physical spaces for specific tasks yeah. is, I feel very important. I started this with a makeshift desk in one corner of my room, my for play desk in the other side of my room, my bed being my bed. And I actually had, um, a little space where if I wanted to like do pushups or setups or whatever, it was right in front of my bed. That's where I would do it. Every time, right? I walk. I if I really pretty much anytime I touch the workout space, I'm doing some push-ups or some sit-ups. You just get into that mental habit. It doesn't take long to do like ten push-ups, right? Right. Just setting up those spaces, even in like a simple ten by ten room, super important because it defines where your tasks get done. Right. If you're working, you're in your workstation. If you're playing, you're at your PlayStation. Well, PlayStation, ha, ha, not sponsored. Boo. this man. Boo Tom. Boo Tom. <laughs> and, and, and if you're sleeping, you're sleeping. And it, it's not, oh, if I'm in bed, I'm on my phone and I'm doing this other stuff and I'm doing, you know, yada, yada, yada. No, it's, you're in your bed trying to sleep. And if you can't sleep, you get up, you do something else. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's kind of how... We've been How doing life things works in general. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like we don't have a TV in our bedroom. Like we, because like we don't want to associate that lounge time with bedtime. Like exactly. those are di- those are different times. Like your brain space is different in those spaces. Like that's why we have an office. That's why, like, we have office space. And like once Leah's in her office space doing her office stuff, I can't be in it because I'm not part of the office space. <laughs> I'm not in the equation of office space. I can't be in the room, (laughs) but like, yeah, you have to define them. Yeah. Setting up those stations is really important. And then setting your schedule, right? So I go to bed at midnight. If I'm in the middle of something, you know, 1230, it happens, right? You're allowed the flexibility. Don't feel bad because you miss time. Something it happens. Not Mm -hmm. everything goes according to plan. Get back on track. Do your best. I wake up at 6.30. Now you might be saying, six and a half hours of sleep. That's a little low. Aren't you supposed to get seven? Absolutely. Get seven to nine hours of sleep. Don't be me. I know <laughs> I know that. Don't be me. I, don't be me. Uh, I know I can do that because that is how my body is. And I have listened to my body about it. But chronically undersleeping is bad for your health. Yes. I can tell you from experience. <laughs> It super is. How's that waking up at four o'clock job going? (laughs) Oh, it's so awesome now that I don't have to do. I'm still waking up at like six now, which is like reasonable. reasonable. (laughs) But man, running those tournaments until like midnight and then waking up at like fucking 430 was never, that was never cool. It was never cool. And I did that for like a half a calendar year, almost a whole year. Fuck. 
yeah, yeah that shit's over. That kind of stuff is rough, but making sure that there is the set time of sleep. Okay, so I sleep from 12 to 6.30. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I go over, I miss my alarm at 7 o'clock. Whatever, flexible. But I start work at 9. I work for four hours. Well, I work for two hours, take a 15-minute break. I work for two more hours, I take my lunch break. I get back from lunch, work two hours, 15-minute break. Two more hours, I'm off work. Right? Very structured. What I do on my work, or what I do during my lunch and during my breaks is I'll get up, I'll do chores, I'll, you know, sit down at my computer if I don't have any chores left, you know, making sure that I get priority stuff out of the way. Um, I make food, that kind of stuff, you know, having that time away from work where I don't think about it. I'm not like worried about whatever next phone call I'll take or whatever thing I need to do. The next thing I need to do is be away from work. Yeah, Very and you're important. also like standing up and doing something like physical that is standing physically up. different. Great point, Joe. Every hour, stand up. Yeah. Walk around. Do something. Go to the bat. I don't I don't know how your bladder works. If you need to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom, but walk around a little bit, get the blood flowing, walk into your exercise space, do some push-ups, do some sit-ups, squats, whatever. Stay in shape. Physically physical health in this time is important, especially because physical health can get your mental health back on track. Mm-hmm. Very true. So the schedule helps, you know, determine these times. So 15 minute break every two hours, pretty much uh, every hour because I'm on phones. There's always downtime um, where I can, I know I don't have to do something. I guarantee you if you're doing pretty much any sort of job, you are not required to 100% sit at your desk for a full hour you can yeah. get up and do something. I don't care if you're coding on a project or whatever, you can get up and take a break. A matter of fact, 90% of the time, if you're sitting straight staring at something for an hour, you're not being productive anymore. Get up and do something. Not take entirely a, true for like fact, this does not include factory work or any kind of manufacturing or anything like that. To be clear. Well, if you're in your house right now, you're not doing manufacturing work. Right. I'm just saying for like for further down the road when we're not in the dark times. <laughs> right. For, but still. Uh, then after work, I'm pretty much at my, uh, after I make dinner, right? Go make dinner. Eat at regular times, I feel is also really important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like keeping a regular eating schedule keeps you, keeps you regular. I'm not, it does help keep you like, I'm not regular, excuse me. I'm not always the best about that. Um, That's actually something I need to work more on, but yeah, do that, right? Having that structure in your day is really important. Spend some time when you're not busy practicing something, a hobby or something, something away from being in front of like a computer or a screen, scrolling through social media, watching YouTube videos or Netflix, Hulu, whatever have you. It's nice to do that stuff every once in a while, but to spend like, if I spent like after my shift, six hours of my time, just being a vegetable, I would, I don't think I would be happy with my life. Even as it is like sometimes just playing street fighter for like three hours. I'm like, and I've been playing Street Fighter for a really long time. Do I like what am I really practicing at this point? Right? You can have that, you can turn that quantity time, especially for fighting games that require a lot of your stuff. That quantity is sometimes really important of making sure that you nail stuff or like you learn stuff. But at a certain point, you have to be like, am I really getting anything out of this time? Or like, what else could yeah. I be doing? 
Yeah, that's, that's right? kind of a good point with like fighting games in general of like, because I've definitely hit that wall of I'm not actually learning anything at this point. I don't know what I'm doing right now. But it, it, like your brain needs that extra time to process the matches that you had played to like actually gain any information from it. So like I, f- I have always found that like short bursts of playing has been more beneficial to me than like long. Well, yeah. I don't know. But like short bursts of like highly specific. This is what I want to do with my time. Not like short bursts of in online ranked. I stopped playing ranked. <laughs> years yeah, ago <laughs> trying to do rank like that will literally just drain you and make you really angry no, i know you can't i've done it you can't do it i mean it's it has its uses but like to a point you can't be just hammering that and think that that's a beneficial experience when it just is not but anyway, yeah i digress and so you might you might be saying by the end of this is like man i don't really have anything else to fill my time with right you're telling me not to watch youtube and not to like spend all of my time practicing fighting games what am i supposed to do with like six hours of my day and that i say you know exercise some more do like actual reps look up body body weight exercises i'm not the best for it i do push-up sit-ups and squats um you can do lunges there's like plenty of other things and if you have the extra budget you know buy some weights um weights add a whole lot where you can do some some strength training you can um do some do a couple of other exercises that you can't normally do uh with just body weight um make sure that the rest of your chores are done that's what i say vacuum regularly yeah Uh, make sure that you're showering i didn't even mention showering or brushing your teeth or that kind of stuff but do that i've well good hygiene (laughs) As someone who (laughs) see, but me not showering when I do shower, I luxuriate in it. It is a a luxurious experience. It is. I take. I take of like having long, long dark shower. (laughs) Three days in a row where you shower for ten minutes. You wait three days and then shower for thirty. Exactly. It's a it's a luxurious. Lights are off. Dark shower. Whiskey at my side. Just like getting getting scrubbed if you know what i'm talking about <laughs> taking that dark shower <laughs> so good joe i don't need to know what you do in the dark <laughs> it really opens up the pores <laughs> oh god in the dark shower it's good it's like i also have a bathroom that has like some a small natural light window so it's not all super dark and it's probably around noon at this point nice because bathroom. i don't have a job it's a, it's a nice it's a nice bathroom i'd take a shit in there do you take a shit in the upstairs one or the downstairs one i it's my house i can do it both i, I, I take hey. it up top take it on the bottom uh wherever leah is in well, it's actually like wherever she is not <laughs> specifically. Yeah, that's what I, well, that's what I try to say. It's not. I might have slurred the isn't together. You did, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, it's My more bad. so like, let me find the one that's furthest away from the people. That's where I'll do it. Um, but yeah. dark shower, long, luxurious shower. But the other end of that is making the bed every day. Like getting up, making the bed seems unimportant. I'm going to get oh, into no. it a couple hours from now. Nah, it's important oh, no. to like, it's the thing you got to make see, it. Here's the thing. Joe can see my camera. I don't think it's going to make it to the full cut, but my bed is not made. <laughs> oh no. Oh, if no. I ever, if I ever streamer, I'm not just chatting with friends. My bed is made though, because I can't, 
I, I know that if I leave it unmade and I stream, so I'm going to get called out. And I don't need that in my life. You can't be a messy uh, boy. You can't be a messy boy. Don't be a messy boy. It's whatever. <laughs> uh, then, yeah, I mean, really making sure that you use your play space or workspace as specifically for those tasks. Mm-hmm. So, like, if your desktop is for, like, playing games, social media, videos, whatever, don't eat there. Eat somewhere else. Eat out in your kitchen. I don't know if you have, like, another table that you can eat at. Get away from your desk for a little bit. Like, just go somewhere else. Yeah. That's also important, I feel. Just go out yeah. over there. I I mean, I have a little patio. If I want to, like, read a book for a little bit, I don't have any chairs out there, but I'll stand for, like, 10 minutes and just read a, read a book. Mm-hmm. You know, read, like, five, two pages. I don't know. Whatever I get through in 10 minutes. Yeah, because, like, I can get down with a degenerate lifestyle from time to time. I understand it. But in these times... In these dark times of the quarantine that we are in, if your bed is your office and your dinner table, that's not a good setup for your Again, mental health. I, I want to point out, I live pretty much in my room, right? I work I work on one side of the room. I right. sleep literally to the left of that. And then the opposite of the bed is my play where I, I do all my fun stuff with my three monitors. But I still am finding more often that I have better time decompressing when I'm not in my room. Yeah, you and can I, redefine I have, those spaces instead of what if you were just in what if I was just in my bed all day? What if I ate the Eggo waffles in the bedroom? What if I ate in, in the bed? What if I had the cheeseburger in the bed? No, hold wait, hold on a second. Don't eat in your bed. There's so many crumbs. Ew. What if I just Ew. ate the whole bag of Cheez-Its in the bed? I'm not, I'm not trying to be judgmental for that kind of lifestyle. And if that's how you want to live, like, I guess you no, do no. you, but I can't co-sign that. I can't co-sign. No. None of this is trying to degrade the state that you find your life this is just trying to be helpful (laughs) to add structure to your day and to get you out of your room or like whatever three foot space that you can find yourself into 90 percent of the day yeah Uh, variant structure is important yes thank you that's that's 90 percent of what this conversation was it's been 20 15 minutes or so but that's boils what it down boils what it's down to yes that's exactly the words i wanted to use um (laughs) nailed it nailed it i'm good at words i speak on the microphone a lot i'm sure this doesn't ever get annoying um (laughs) speaking of speaking into microphones that will just about do all the speaking into these microphones we should do for today uh so that will just about wrap up. Do you want to answer the the question again? You know what the question is. The two, oh, the two part question. The, the, two, the two questions, my favorite fighting game, normal and my favorite combo. I know you've answered it before, but would you like to answer again? Oh God. I don't think I can remember the evil Ryu combo that I did last time. So maybe um, do another one real quick. I mean, that's only if you want to, I don't often re ask that question to, returning guests so actually i'll ask you this question different question okay uh what has been your what have you binged in this time of quarantine 
what have I binged in this time of quarantine? Of course, I've already gone through Avatar The Last Airbender, which is coming to Netflix soon. I think early May-ish. I Don't have, quote me. I recently tried. I've never watched it. I've only watched a couple episodes. Uh, and what I tried to watch, and I know the series has like such dedicated fan base and like I know that it might be a quality show at some point, but I just there's, I don't jive with it. There's some parts of it as it's the same thing with my roommate. He does not like it. Um, there's part of it just like being that childish kind of main character, or like following this like group of main main children. That kind of makes it hard to watch as an adult because you're like, why would you make these stupid decisions? Like, come on, obviously this is like when you're in this situation with these people this is what you should do and like you should be more inclusive and like of course they reacted like that because you said this thing to them and you know but the show has a lot of good depth if you were to like sit down and analyze it and look at every character arc and that kind of stuff but that's not for everybody sometimes you just want to watch a tv show and be entertained really quick and that's fine i can accept it but fight scenes the the last fight scene in that show i recommend everybody watch because it's just really fun to watch okay it's just it's well animated that's that's all i can say how many seasons is that it's three three seasons uh i can't okay. remember each, the exact amount episode, of episodes it, it, they have like a 24 like, minute runtime though because it was a 30 minute yeah. show 30 minute show yeah 30 minute block so it's like 24 minutes each episode so it's each yeah, one is not 20, a huge time sink really 22 to 24 minutes somewhere in that range yeah all right definitely a good show i always recommend it if you like it obviously if you, if you don't like it after watching like a few episodes it doesn't super change in terms of like its theme and like the the, the things it tries to do after like if you don't like it by the end of like halfway through season one it might not be for you like six episodes in just it might not be for you i think i think the final season is the best and i feel like that's what most people can jive with there's a lot more action and the depth of the characters have already already been established and so people get into it a lot more yeah in my mind anytime i hear anyone speak about the last airbender it's always the final season and always like legend of korra where it's like legend of korra is eh that's where the good ish stuff is versus like how that show opens and like where it, like it just takes so long to get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When so, like in my mind, I'm like, I already know where this is like, this is gonna end this like Uncle Iroh guy, right? Uh, he's like this jolly old man and he's got this hateful son of a bitch <laughs> around him all the time. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he's going to turn. Like that's gonna be a thing. Yeah. Season three is when all of that pays off. Maybe it I'll just, just watch season it, three. <laughs> maybe just watch season three. If if like watch like the first six episodes and then watch season three. <laughs> yeah. I will say like the, the beginning of the show is very like much more episodic and independent versus the later half of it where it every episode kind of flows together and you start getting all these bridging storylines that resolve right uh in different places and that kind of stuff, which is fantastic. But uh, besides that, I've just binged YouTube videos, just garbage, honestly. Okay. I've actually, 
I've actually been in quarantine so long. I've gone back and re I've started re-watching the stuff that I started with. So oh, no. Oh, I, no. I gotta just I I gotta just stop watching YouTube at this point. Like God, I can watch like point. the new sh the new stuff that comes out, but I can't get anything else. I spend all of my time practicing fighting games now or singing. I've been, I've done a whole lot practicing singing now. Huh. Yeah, um, that's right. You were telling me like you're doing some like voice coaching and stuff like that. Like yeah, trying to like not even warm up the not even chords. just singing. I've been doing rapping as well. I learned how to rap the last verse of. Uh, Godzilla, which is Eminem's, uh, it's the new record for the fastest rap done, and it's by Eminem. It's ten point six five syllables per second, hmm. uh, and I can do it here, but that's just a little cheesy. So, okay, y'all just have to believe me. <laughs> okay, I will do just that. Uh, all right, cool. I had a feeling you're. I had a feeling you're going to ask me like, you going to do it? No, like, I wasn't going to do it. Nah, nah, I'm <laughs> nah. not going to force it. Nah, nah. People can follow your follow you and your shit to, to maybe have you post I that somewhere. I don't post any of my rapping or singing anywhere because I'm hella judgmental of myself. I ninety percent of the time don't have backing music, and it's just I'm not. I listen. I sing. I don't mix, which is two different worlds. It's so much to do. That's fair. That's fair. I have a good voice. It sounds better if it's like slightly auto tuned so that I actually hit notes because notes are hard i don't have perfect pitch and my voice is a solid like three-fourths of an octave lower than i hear it normally so try figuring that shit out as long as you're close enough it's usually yeah. it's I hit a usually lot the auto-tune is like here's the thing about auto-tune is that it's mostly undetectable if you have good pitch already so like when you hear people actually like the notes actually change is when someone is really fucking bad. Like when they're really trash, which in my opinion, uh, like anytime Kanye tries to rap sing, he's one of the fucking worst. He's, he's terrible. He's trash. Uh, I actually yeah, don't I like Kanye as a rapper. He's a much better producer. He's also a crazy, insane person. So go for it. I hit uh, every note as a flat, which irks me so much that I just can't hit the note like all I have to do is like adjust my pitch like so small to like hit the note proper but I hit it flat and I'm like cool I guess I just get to sound terrible for all of my life but that's fine I just shoot higher that was the this trick that it just I can't it, just, it try just to try to sing it sharp try to go I, sharp I, I try and it, it, it just doesn't work that's it's oh. just the way my brain is but we've gone on for too long and we need to end this podcast yeah, Joe, that's a show please where have people? Where can people find you on the internet? People can find <laughs> me at no at Nogarimi on Twitter, or they can find me uh, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Nogarimi. Hit up my website nogarimi.com. It's just a simple resume. I try to get more people to look at it. Tell me what you think about it. At me on Twitter. Be like, hey, I think this is cool. I don't think this is cool. I think you know it's too as too much white on the page and it's not balanced enough like maybe a darker color would be good like I'll, I'll listen to it and take the advice and try to see what's happening but mr joe Mundy, where can people find you i know that we're already on like pretty much every podcast platform that you can get to as like one of the many titles that r slash street fighter has true but where can people find you specifically at super joe monday on twitter.com or joe underscore monday on Reddit sf 
Reddit Street Fighter. Yeah, actually, it's not actually Reddit SF. There are no nice. two letter. That's the other thing is that there's no two letter subreddits, so we couldn't even make RSF and then forward it to our Street Fighter anyway. But uh, there's three letters, right? RSF four. There is RSF four that exists. Which okay, like whatever. All doesn't the old, it doesn't matter at this point. Um, in, in the podcast. <laughs> uh, or at Reddit SF on Twitter.com. Uh, or just go to our Street Fighter and see what's up. There's a lot of good stuff there. Don't forget about the tournaments on Mondays and Fridays. Uh, but that will do it for another episode of RSF Radio. But until next time. But wait, there's more. No, there isn't because the episode is over. I just hit that button again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Have a good Why? one, folks. Until next time. Bye.